Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, welcome back today. Welcome back today. How to manage information. How to manage information on the Make the Grade podcast. Why am I bringing this up today? Very simple. It's important. It is valuable. If you've got anything to do with school, really any business, anything that deals with a lot of information. So I'm going to get really right back to basics here. This is a core, one of the three core maximum education concepts, time management, information management, and the daily success action plan. So today, right in the middle, information management. Now, when I'm talking about this, this crosses to every level, high school, college, middle school, elementary school, anybody who's a student, we're not even a student, anybody who's an entrepreneur, a business person that manages information, get your papers out, take some notes. (laughs) This is kind of about taking notes. But use this information. Remember, this podcast is about taking action, things you can do now, today, tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, next week, whatever, to maximize your education. So let's get into it. First of all, I define information management into sort of two broad categories, okay? One, things you would do in a classroom or a controlled setting, okay? Two, things you would do outside of the classroom in a setting that you would have a lot more control over, all right? So there's obviously a difference between sitting in a lecture or a class or any sort of presentation and uh, dealing with your information as it comes at you live versus, let's say, uh, calling information from a book or from notes or from an article or a video or however the information's coming at you. So in class roughly, I think we call that, or I'm going to call that note-taking, okay? Because you're taking notes, organizing information based on notes. Outside of the class, I put under the broad heading of outlining, okay? So let's, let's talk about outside of class first, all right? So the question would be raised, I think it begs it, why create an outline? Why even have one? Well, in my mind, the purpose of an outline is to condense essential information from a larger pool of stuff into a smaller, more useful, and more direct format. What you can also do while you're making the outline is to prioritize the information. Now, probably anybody who says a student has made an outline, you know, sort of the classic style of it, where the most important things are to the left, and you indent, and you indent more with the support material things like that. So why make an outline? Okay. Why do it? To organize your information, but also to prioritize it. Now, an outline making it is really an investment in your time. Because once you make it, you can use it over and over and over. The information is infinitely reusable. And you can share it even better. So once you get an outline, here's some things you can do with it. Number one, You can learn the material just by making the outline. Just writing it out has 
an educational effect. You could use it to review at the end of a homework day. You could use it to review for a quiz or a test or a midterm or a final. You can take a series of outlines and put them together so they become even a larger idea. You can also use the outline because it may be a better way for you to organize the information in a way that will make more sense to you. And I think in general, outlining simplifies the overall study process because it, it takes a lot and kind of brings it down to the core essentials. So what makes a good outline? In my opinion, the maximum education style, the make the grade style. Number one, you want it to be functional so it's worth doing and reusing. I am not, let me underline that, not an advocate of just rewriting notes. It's just really repeating what you already did. So an outline is, is, is sort of a, a, a culmination of that in the calling it down to the essential stuff. The other thing that makes a good outline is an efficiency piece. Okay, It saves time because it has the essential information you need without the filler and the supporting material you may not need otherwise. Okay, so what you don't want to do in an outline, okay, and I already said this, but I'm going to repeat it for emphasis. You do not want to simply rewrite your notes, okay? I don't think it's valuable. It's not an awful thing to do, but I think there's better uses of your time. An outline does not substitute for reading or working with the material at least once to begin with. So just because you see an outline, maybe somebody else gave you one that they did, that doesn't necessarily fill in all the parts. And outlines don't do the work for you. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I have students who say, well, I made an outline. You know, isn't that good enough? Well, you still have to use it. It just streamlines the process. Okay? Now, how are you going to make an outline? Old school. You get a pad. You get a notebook. And you just write it out. New school. On a computer. Cloud. Google Doc. Word. Whatever. Best practice for making outline is you've got to look at the material. I believe, let me give you a little tip here, action tip, ninja tip, genius tip, whatever you want to call it. What I don't recommend people do is read a sentence outline, read a sentence outline. What I recommend you do is go through the entire body that you need to look at. Maybe it's a, a section of a, of a book or a chapter of a book or an article, whatever it is. Skim it or maybe even read it thoroughly, then go back and make your outline. Now the next process would be to make what I call a skeleton outline. And what you're going to do is you're going to go through and you're going to just get the main points. In other words, if you're looking at a traditional outline with all the important things to the left indent, you would just get them first. Then you go back, cycle back through a second time and get your second tier supporting material. Go back a third time, get your third tier supporting material. So let me just say this again. Of course, this would be easier visually, but I think everybody would get the idea. As an aside, everything I do in these podcasts is also supporting YouTube videos and things like this. And of course, it's all very clearly stated in the book, Maxim Education. And we talk about this all the time in the Maxim Education community. So one, let's review. One, you skim the material. Two, write down your main priority points, your big headers. Two, go back again, start to pull out the supporting material. Three, go back a third time, fill in whatever you want to fill in as sub-supporting content. Now, the last thing I'll say about outlines is there's many, many ways to do them, okay? 
the information needs to be complete and accurate, but just some examples. You can do an outline, just a word style outline. Indentations, the kind of classic one I think most people are familiar with. Here's some other styles, a concept map. Instead of that, maybe you have it in boxes and you have the boxes connected with arrows or line segments or something along these lines. Third way would be concept map. And a concept map is similar to a flowchart, except the, probably the difference is physically how it's organized on a piece of paper in terms of what you're going to do with the flow of the information. There's some neat ones too. There's radial flowcharts. There's what they call table and leg ones. There's spider web ones. There's all kind of neat ones. And I would refer you to the Maxim Education books for excellent examples of all these. Also, I have many of these that are being shared on the YouTube channel. And I apologize for kind of cross-promoting that. But uh, it, it's this is visual stuff. And the podcast is an auditory mechanism. But it's all there. I have all this there for you as the student or the parent to look at. So we're going to wind this down today. Information management part one, working outside of class. So guess what's coming next time? Information management part two, tips on what to do during class. Note taking. Big challenge. Some people find it very challenging. So Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, I always want to just thank everybody for listening, for subscribing, for sharing. I truly believe the more people that get information like this, the more people out there that can maximize their education, that can take advantage of simple but powerful and effective techniques that don't require a whole lot of work if you're working smart. You can always reach me by email, S-G-R-E-E-N-E at M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A-D-E dot net. That's sgreen at makethegrade.net. Please feedback on social media, Facebook, Twitter at Make the Great, Instagram at Make the Great. And please consider joining us in the Make the Great community. And all the stuff you want more information, just email me, Dr. Stephen Green. Thank you very much. Next time, Information Management Part 2. Okay, what to do in class. I'm going to cycle back through all these important things over the next two or three episodes in even more detail. So appreciate you, appreciate your uh, support. Thanks again. Have a great day, and I'll get you next time. Dr. Stephen Green, The Success Doctor, signing off. You've been listening to Make the Grade with The Success Doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.